From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 258 for the week of February 27, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Games Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Nancy has the first part in her series on shopping at the Disneyland Resort. Woohoo! I'm excited mm-hmm. about this one. I mean, not that I'm not excited about our 101s, but mm-hmm. um, this one is something that touches every single person who goes to the Disneyland Resort. There is not like a- you said like you said last year we did all these 101s. So yep. as as Tony suggested uh, this year's more of a year of 201s. <laughs> a little, so a, little a little advanced detail. class. Yeah. A little advanced class in Disneyland. Now to tell you a little bit about how we're going to work the series is we're going to focus on Um, our best tips for making the most of your shopping experience at the Disneyland Resort. This means we're going to talk about all the places to find your favorite items, whether you're a collector, whether you just want um, just something fun for the kids, or whether you're buying the dream of a lifetime, so to speak. (laughs) We will not include DVC kiosks. Um, <laughs> because those kind of are the ultimate Disney shopping experience. <laughs> um, but we'll also talk about, um, you know, like I said, how to find all these things, a little bit about each shop, the theming maybe, and also um, crowd strategies for shopping. And for some of the areas of the parks, those crowd strategies are extremely important. So um, we'll even finish our whole series with the best ways to get all your purchases home safely. So we're going to break it into several um, articles and podcasts. We're going to do each of the parks and their individual lands. We're going to do the resorts. And then, of course, we're going to do the downtown Disney district. Okay. And so the obvious opener... First place everybody thinks of is Disneyland. So we're going to start there. And today's show is going to be devoted to Main Street, since Main Street actually takes up the bulk of the shopping experience um, and has the highest per capita volume of retail (laughs) of any of the lands. (laughs) Highest square footage of, Darn tootin'. Um, And it's kind of interesting because Main Street's had a lot of history. As... We've talked about on the show before, um, Main Street used to be made up of shops that were actually operated by sponsors. You know, we'd see the sign that says sponsored by on every single Disney attraction. Well, each of these shops, people brought in products. There were cigars and cigar- and smokes. There were um, organs. There were bras. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy to think that they would sell that. There was a lingerie shop on Main Street. Um, I guess you could tell everybody which shop had the had sold the lingerie and bras. Well, since you brought it up, Mary Jo, why don't you spill it out? <laughs> um, if you walk on Main Street, there's this shop with a, a little porch with a coveted bench that people like to sit on. And that's the shop that used to sell the brassiers. And the uh, men folk would bras? sit outside. While the women went shopping inside on Main Street. 
Yes. <laughs> so there we go. And now, of course, it's just a little bench in the door. There are several unused doorways in uh, the shops because of how things have developed over time. And in fact, some of the shops used to have individual names, and now they're not quite as named as they used to be. But we're going to kind of go through, and I thought the best way to do this uh, is the traditional entering the park and exiting the park. So we're going to stay to the right for most of everything. Now, when you're coming up to the park from downtown Disney or from the trams, the first thing you notice on the left of the entire uh, main gate is the newsstand. Now, the newsstand's divided into three parts, and those kind of um, kind of bridge the opening. Um, that's your place for last-minute purchases, first-thing-of-the-day purchases, and also package pickup. So that's very important, especially on the outside section, since that's where you're going to actually go to get your package pickup. Um, this is critical if you're going to be shopping a lot in the parks and you're not staying on resort property. So, as we've got the newsstand, we're going to enter that turnstile. Everybody hear the ding? <laughs> Darn, I meant to turn my phone on for that, because I actually have that Tinkerbell chime as, as a, like a text notification. The little whistle. Okay. So, um, we head in, and we're going to bear to the right. We see one of the portions of the newsstand, which, of course, the newsstand features things like... Um, light-up goods, uh, autograph books, candy, hats, little things. One of the big things that's also found here that you can get is batteries. You can get, um, you can get batteries. You can get um, sunscreen. You can get aspirin some, you know, minor little things, boxes of Band-Aids. There are a lot of toiletry and emergency products, including things like Tylenol, um, that can be found um, by just asking for them at most of your retail shops, which is really important. So A lot of it's, it's like behind the counter. Yeah, it's like yeah. subtle behind the counter kind of stuff. So... Keep, in, keep that in mind, and these little kiosks at the front are very handy for that as you remember things as you walk in. Um, now, of course, the first place you're going to see coming to the right is the place where you can probably blow your most bucks, and <laughs> that is the Disneyana shop, which features Disney galleries and merchandise related to gallery exhibits. So, this is the old bank, and the original bank. Um, you could actually go in and, and do monetary transactions and things. And because of that, you're going to see a big, giant bank vault right in the front of the store next to one of the um, transaction cages, which is the cash register. Yeah. Uh, Nancy, can I go back to the newsstand? Yeah. I believe the package pickup is at the newsstand at the opposite side. It's not at the newsstand that's on the right. Well, no, no. It's at the, actually at the one at the outside. Outside but, of the gates. You actually have to go outside and around to the outside of the gate because that's where their counter is. Half right. half the shop is inside and inside, half the shop is outside, outside right? Side. 
Okay, I'm confused because I, that's the Emporium side. Now we're on the Disneyana side. Well, we okay. so we started by walking up to the gates from the tram. Oh, okay. So, um, so that's where we're kind of going. I, I I decided to do it as a visual where you can see them. So you see that one first as you're walking up to the entrance gates. So, and that's the first shop you also see when, or the last shop you also what see. Are they, what do they call the little newsstand type place that's right by the bank of Main Street? Right, because we there, skipped over that one. All, so that's no, why no, no, I'm completely was, confused. I was talking about that one as we went in the gates so after we made the little Tinkerbell noise. Okay. okay, I don't After remember I mentioned that. going through the gates and how I had the Tinkerbell noise on my Oh, see, I thought you were talking about the other half of the oh, newsstand yeah, yeah, that yeah, was no. packaged pickup. I forgot about the section that was actually inside the gate, because I've always just walked out and around and gone to the line on the outside to pa- pick up my package. Silly, huh? Okay, okay so... <laughs> anyway. Okay, anyway. Moving back. Now, this is going to be the shop where you're going to get event merchandise for big celebrations in the park, anniversaries, um, like the 50th anniversary of the Tiki Room. Um, They also do um, special events like the castles we've talked about and even the the mechanical um, exhibit um, of steampunk art. So you can go in here, you can get all your memorabilia, you can get artwork copies, you can buy artwork originals, um, G. Clay's, all of those things. This is probably a shop you're going to want to stop at at the very end of the day. Because you're not going to want to carry that. If you, and if you don't want to do package pickup, you don't have a lot of other options to get those large boxes out of there. So, like I said, it's not quite as traversed nearer to the end of the day so but and touring anytime is good because it is an attraction in and amongst itself and i would heartily recommend not missing whatever's in the vault because the vault display is usually the most expensive pieces of artwork that they have currently on exhibit and the most interesting usually so that's a great place to go now from there you can just skip right down the right down the building over to the Mad Hatter. Now the Mad Hatter is where you can get all of your ear and chapeau needs. They have every kind of ear hat imaginable, every kind of character hat imaginable for all ages, all sizes. A lot of people um, stop here first thing in the morning because it's a great place to kind of start your day. You know, they want to go in there, they want to get their Mickey ears, they want to get their names embroidered on them. It is one of the few stores in the park to actually do name embroidery on hats. So what I would suggest is before you actually buy your hat, check on the, especially if there's a line, check on what the estimated time to get your product is. Because you don't want to spend a half an hour waiting for a hat if you really, really want to go on a a certain attraction that might build crowds. So, I would ask, and if it's a really long time, I would suggest venturing to one of the other hat locations deeper into the park, because those aren't going to be near as busy early in the day. I think that one's the most crowded, right? It's, yeah, it's it usually- is. Because it's right there and everybody says, I want to go in, I want to get my ears first, or I want to get my child their first right. ears. And, you know, I want to start the whole day with that visual. 
And so they they flock to that location. Plus, long lines develop outside of that particular shop because of the character meet and greets that go on in uh, Town Square. So that can lead to spillover of people who are meandering in the shops while their family is in line for a character meet and greet. Now, keep in mind that I said that there was one of the other one of the few places for embroidery. Well, as you walk straight ahead and prepare to make a left turn around Times Square to go up Main Street, you're going to run into the next shop, which is the Disney Showcase. Now, this shop is actually a two-room shop. It used to be two completely different shops, and in fact, there used to be hats in that particular shop venue um, once upon a time. That shop venue, the main part of the Showcase shop, hosts all the newest merchandise lines and also the the year merchandise you know the stuff that says 2014 2015 etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> you know every year new merchandise comes in with a date on it it goes there also holiday special items are available there as well um Right by the cash register, if it's a smaller holiday, right by the cash register, there's a little display which has things like special Valentine's Day merchandise, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Fourth of July, Halloween. Um, those smaller holiday items are found right there. Now, granted, Halloween is not a small item, but at those times, Halloween, Christmas... The shop turns into a shop for all of those special holiday items. So Halloween, you'll get costumes. Um, Christmas, you'll get all your ornaments and tree tree decorations and stuff. So that's the main room. It's really cutely decorated. It's got um, it's got small. Um, they're not maquettes, but they're. They've got some small Mickey and Minnie figurines up at the top. Um, really nice little vignettes in the store. Their smaller room, however, is all done in dark woods and stuff like that. And that smaller room, it contains an embroidery machine. That smaller portion of the shop is actually a place where you can get a lot of personalized items. That's all they carry is merchandise that can actually be personalized. So they have a, a selection of hats. So if you don't want to wait in that big long line, sign, send somebody over to that little sh- corner shop to see what their line is like. They have baby blankets, Christmas tree skirts, anything you can possibly want that's personalizable um even some plush animals with little that have like their own blankets like little baby plush animals um they can personalize the blanket so that's a really great little space like i said if you just want some simple ears or a simple hat um with embroidery on it go there once you've explored that area, there's another door on the other side of, of this um, showcase shop, and that is the famed magic shop. Now, I think you miss a lot by not going through the outside door and sneaking into the inside, but either way, this is definitely a shop to go through. It's a pretty famous historical shop. Um, actor Steve Martin and 
The comedian started his career out there, as he has said in several anniversary movies that he has participated in all around the parks, um, and more than one park, I might add. Um, but the guys there, they're all trained magicians. They de- will demonstrate every single trick in the shop. And what I find the most fascinating about this shop is the cases, the glass display cases. The window and all the glass display cases are chock full of magical, historical, magical stuff. Um, there are a few actual Houdini um, possession types, um, possession tricks and things like that, um, and papers and books. The whole place is amazing. And one of the fun things is you can sign yourself up, your kids up for um, Houdini's Magic Club. They have a little little form where you can uh, you can fill that out. Can you tell I shopped there recently for Zoe? <laughs> 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 but it's a lot of fun. The guys are really sweet, and they'll take really good care of you. Now, there's another little door on the other side of that shop that will put you into the music shop. Now, the music shop, can we guess whose door the music shop is? Sherman Brothers. The Sherman Brothers. The, the, the music shop is a great place to get any, um, any albums that were created by your favorite um, Disneyland entertainers, like the Royal Street Bachelors, such like that. Um, you can get any current, currently sold, and that's a big kicker, because... You know, a lot of people will go in there thinking they can get a di- find a discontinued album, things like that, and they just won't because stuff sells so fast there. But you can, like I said, you can get the current music that's out there. You can get the current DVD collections that are sold in stores. Anything that's gone to the vault, you're not going to be able to get there. So. I'd hardly suggest, you know, popping in there because you never know what kind of albums you're going to find. And if you're a music collector, they even will, if uh, Disney puts out a special limited edition set like the big Disneyland set they had out a a couple years ago, that's where you're going to buy it. Moving on down the street. Do they also have have, books in there? They have books in there. Yes, they have books. I completely spaced the books. I just bought a book there. And they also have some sheet music. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I, I remember seeing it. I'm not sure if I hadn't, wasn't sure if it was still there, but yeah, they had sheet music on a little spinner rack at one point, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, I oh, remember cool. years ago you could make your own your own personal Disney album there as well. I wish they still had that. That was a lot of fun. It was because you could pick from any of the songs from the attractions or soundtrack bits from the attractions as well as your favorite Disney hits. So now, of course, our next our next place isn't a shop. It's the main um, the Main Street Cinema. So you're going to want to bypass that after you've gone in and done some attractions there, and you are going to see the new bakery, or not bakery, but yeah, the new bakery, the Market House. Starbucks items are there, so that's. If you want snacks, that's your place to go pur- to purchase snacks. You can get a few more items besides the standard Starbucks. Um, and, uh, you know, most of the bakery products are the standard Starbucks bakery products. They don't have near um, a variety as they do up at the Jolly Holiday. 
so we cross the quaint little um, seating area and the snack cart and we get to Disney Clothiers. Now Disney Clothiers Limited is actually an amalgamation of several shops and we have a couple of these and we'll talk about um, the biggest one in a little bit. They basically say that this is closed for the whole family and they're right. The main entrance of this shop is the women's shop, and it's a, a fairly long shop. It contains more of the newer product lines for women, um, the more avant-garde and the more trendy products go here. This is where you're going to find most of your Dooney and Burke purses. Every once in a blue moon, you'll find some across the street, but not near as much anymore. This has become the place to go get specialty pur purses, scarves. There's some jewelry, pajamas, shoes, socks. Pretty much everything you need if you forgot to pack your suitcase is found here. They have a lot of really cute items there, too. I love their scarves, and they also have accessories, oh gosh, yeah. I know, like for the purses and the... Um, this is also I, the place you're going to find the, the beautifully Disney cosmetic line as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've got all kinds of great collections in there, and um, even um, swimsuit cover-ups, things like that. Next to... Um, reached through doorways are your next two shops that are part of Disney, Disney Clothiers. And these are Chester's Togs for Tots and the Castle Brother Men's Shop. Now, the men's shop is the one that's accessible from Main Street as well. The Chester's Drawers, the, the kids' store, is actually behind sits actually physically behind the men's shop um, so you just walk farther through the store and there you are the men's shop is done um, kind of like a sporting club lots of vintage uh, basketball and, and baseball and collegiate type things I think there's a few collegiate megaphones in there all kinds of really fun accessory, you know, fun accessories can be found there. Um, say you, say you went to the parks and you forgot your belt. You can pick up a belt. You can pick up pajamas, socks, um, shirts, jackets. Disney boxers. Disney boxers. Plenty of Disney boxers. The one whole wall is all socks, boxers, and jammies. Um, you can get um, Disney bow ties. Oh, yeah, that's right. And because Tom and I even looked at the ties the other day. By the way, can I truly say Mr. Tom Bell is a fabulous shopping date? <laughs> <laughs> she actually told me that, Tom. She dragged, dragged me by the ear through all the shops. <laughs> it was and a did, lot of didn't fun. Didn't you buy something yourself, though? Mm, I didn't buy anything in, these sh in the shops. Though. Not in those shops. He bought something when we went shopping in the Grand Californian for... Uh, the pop-up shop for Dapper Days. <laughs> but there were certainly plenty of things to look for. And the men's ties are really, really nice there. You can get cufflinks. Um, any accessory you might need for a convention. You know, say you're in staying at the Disneyland Resort for a convention, you can you can get your nice... Oh, also your nicer shirts are found here, your collared shirts. So... Great place for guys. 
behind it is ta- is Chester's Drawers, and they specialize in clothing for children up to, I would say... 5T? 6X. Okay. I would say 6X. Now, there are, they do have some kids' clothing slightly older or bigger sized. Um, you can get some 7, 8 girls and, and size 10 girls. Um, so it's kind of up to you and the taste of your child. This is pretty much all going to be mainstream Disney character clothing or character designed. Now, my children are starting to be quote unquote too old mom. I can't wear that. <laughs> but you can also get purses, shoes, socks, underwear for your kids here. Now, you can either go back out the main way to get to the next shop or you can go through. My favorite thing about this series of shops is it connects all the way down to the Plaza Inn. So once you pass the Market House, if you duck towards the back, towards the lockers, and into Disney Clothiers, you can actually walk all the way through four shops and to the back and avoid Main Street entirely. This is great for entering or exiting the park during parade time. My best tip ever, <laughs> as far as shopping goes. And, of course, you know, you can stop and look along the way. Nobody's going to, you know, look at you askance for that. It's a great way to get some extra shopping in. The next, the next big shop um, is a favorite of many people, and this is the China Closet. Now, the China Closet, it's kind of slightly deceiving. This is the big place you want to go for mugs. When the Market House transitioned, the Market House used to sell tons and tons of cooking, you know, any kind of kitchen-related accessories, as well as coffee mugs galore. Well, all that has now moved into the China shop with the, the reopening of Starbucks, and so they have complete walls of all of that stuff, kitchen decor, um, serving platters, all that stuff, beverage glasses, all that stuff is in there. The China Closet also specializes in figurines. Jim Short, let's, I think at the time of this podcast recording, there was an entire wall full of Jim Shore product. Usually um, is. <laughs> Jim Shore, um, explaining who Jim Shore is, he's another one of those artists that has partnered with Disney. Um, he is known for art outside of the, pri- uh, outside of the parks and outside of Disney, um, kind of like that you know, painter of light guy whose name shall not be mentioned in my house. Yeah. (laughs) I've never cared for his stuff. I don't know why. I just haven't. But you can find Jim Shore's kind of characteristic kitschy stuff in this shop. You can also find a full selection of wedding-related products. Now, these include um, things like cake toppers, commemorative figurines of Mickey and Minnie, you know, in Victorian dress. You know, romantic, very romantic type things um, that would be perfect as a quick wedding gift um, or even an anniversary present. You're also going to find a lot of Christmas ornaments here. In fact, the major bulk of your Christmas ornaments are going to be found here. A lot of really nice pieces. The collectible ear ornaments are found here as well. So keep that in mind. Now, 
They it's also have uh, thing, um, items for your garden. Yes. Decorate your garden in the Disney way. <laughs> oh, are you showing your Disney cool side, Michael? <laughs> I am, and my Disney green thumb. As a good thing. Now, you can't... I still have yet to find some place around the park you can actually get a topiary product. But they don't have them anymore. I know. Isn't it sad? But... We'll we'll revive ourselves by the next two shops that are sort of tucked in between. Now keep in mind we have walked through the back side of the of the children's shop to get into the China closet. But if we were coming from the street, we would actually have two more individual shops um, to stop at before we got to the China closet. So nestled into the corner of the China closet, with doorways accessible to both shops are the Crystal Arts by the Arebus Brothers. That's where you can get any kind of crystal stuff. and mm. a, Which also hosts a huge tele- collection of tiaras. Tiaras, The tiaras they have are amazing, and they are in the back corner wall at the Crystal... Sh- uh, or at the um, China Closet entrance. The other one is one of the best souvenirs you can possibly get at the park, and we hardly ever talk about it on the podcast. That's the Silhouette Shop. You walk in, you sit down, you get an old-fashioned Victorian silhouette cut as you wait. And the price is really reasonable for those two. It makes a wonderful... And what I like about it, too, which you were probably going to say, except I'm interrupting you, is um, you get two silhouettes. Mm -hmm. Mirror images, because they use two papers when they cut it out. And one, One other thing I've always heard people say is that they get especially the people who maybe come once a year, once every couple of years, it's a great souvenir for them because they can trace their kids' growth in the silhouettes and yes. they put, they can eventually mount them all together to make a wonderful portrait of their child growing up. That is so cool. It also is. Also in the Arebus Brothers, if we can yes. go back to that shop, oh, there's a nice little collection of very affordable um, Disney necklaces with matching earrings. Oh, which make nice, which make nice little gifts. I didn't know that. Well, that's definitely good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Now, our final shop on this side is the camera shop, and the camera shop. What do they sell there? <clears throat> Gee, maybe cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think they do. Do they? I was gonna say, do they? Yes, actually, they do. The, uh, they have the a couple disposable? small, like disposable types. Yeah. Um, they sell, you know, film, if you have a film camera, um, they are memory cards. You can get memory cards, you can get camera straps, um, batteries, right? Batteries, definitely. And you can also get photo frames, really, really nice picture frames. So that is also the place you're going to go to, if you are wanting to get your photo pass, photos as you leave the park as opposed to checking them out online and ordering them online so that's just something to remember if you want to pick up something like that that's your place now we're going to flip across the street the reason we're going to flip across the street is because we are going to pretend we are leaving Oh, mom i don't want to leave now <laughs> leaving is probably the worst time to shop But it's probably the time most people do it. (laughs) 
I would say Main Street is your best shopped probably in the middle of the day when everyone's either in rides or um, at meals. That's probably your best time to get all your shopping done. Now, the interesting thing about the shops is they are also linked for the most part. Um, you know, we talked about how we could walk all the way through the shops. You can get a pretty far away because while the corner is Coke Corner, kind of like the corner is um, the camera shop on the other side, there's a pathway straight into dun, 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 the candy <laughs> shop, the candy palace. Now, we've done a blog on this when it, op- when it w- opened with the redesign. The Candy Playhouse is probably one of my favorite places. Why? You can get any snack imaginable. Yeah. This is especially the place to go for hand-dipped chocolates and those caramel apples. And in fact, their caramel apples are so popular that on the Disney events website that keeps track of like all the pin trading events and stuff like that, they even have a page devoted to the apple of the month, which you guys have heard me talk about on the show numerous times. Need I say more? You can also (laughs) get, you can also get the candy that's been specifically made that day too. Yeah. Popcorn, stuff like that. Now... So you kind of want to go through the front of the shop so you can see the candy makers. Actually, you could catch some candy making any time of day from the front of the shop. It's a great place to stop, especially early in the morning. In the back, if you're trying to get the heck out and you want to avoid Main Street, but you still want to do some shopping, you can cut along the back way. So it's kind of up to you which way you want to enter and exit some of these shops. Now... The Candy Palace is also directly connected. It's another one of these amalgamation shops. Um, It's connected to the Penny Arcade. And when they redesigned that whole area, they interspersed the old-fashioned arcade, Penny Arcade games, um, in with the candy um, sales and counters. So you kind of have to wiggle yourself around the shop to get to see all of the little... um, The little... um, machines but it's really a fun time to do so and there's so many details in these shops like i said we can put a link to the blog we did on the opening when they did the remodel in with this also is the ice cream shop so keep just keep and keep that in mind because of that this shop builds up really heavy traffic in the evenings I don't think I've ever seen a short line in there when I've been leaving the park, especially in the summer. People grab their their ice cream on their way out. So just keep the kind of keep that in mind. Treats are often good to get middle of the day, especially as a quick snack. Moving on down the line, we've got we're going to bypass the Gibson Girl Ice Cream Shop. We're going to bypass the Carnation Cafe, and we're going to head to our very last, most gigantico, if that's a word. Um, what am I looking for? It's a combined combined Am- amalgamation. Amal- I don't want to say amalgamation again. I've already said that about ten times well, but, in this. Sh- but it works so well. I know it does because mosaic. It is a mosaic. In fact, it's such a mosaic that if you enter the shops under the um, the Crystal Arcade sign, there is actually a map to where everything is in this set of shops. 
What? I never saw that. Not the, map. Crystal, not the Crystal Arcade. I'm yes, the it says Crystal Arcade on the top. Look at your photos. Okay. Look at my Fine. photos. <laughs> but it uh, yes, it actually says Crystal Arcade on so the top. You're talking about the side entrance by Carnation Cafe. No, I am talking about from the front. Oh, from the front. Okay. Yes, Sorry. from the front of the shop. Gotcha. There in the big entryway. Um, there is a sign that says literally where everything is. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fun. It's kind of weird. It's kind of now, Charlie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tom just that. got that. <laughs> I'm the only one that got that. Okay. And now the song is rolling in my head. Thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> Flashing back to the 70s. Well, you know, we were just at Dapper Days. Mm-hmm. You can cut that out if you want. No. <laughs> so, the a lot of these shops do have names, even though it's all kind of titled under one big thing called the Emporium. Dun 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 dun. This is the busiest <laughs> shop of the park Ever. at all times of day. Oh yeah, I have rarely seen this shop almost empty, except for you know what? When you first walk in. First thing in the morning, nobody's in that shop. And then the rest of the day, packed. At the Emporium, you can literally get almost anything except for specialty product lines. And specialty product lines include, like, all the higher-end clothing, you know, the designer-style clothing, anything you'd find find in downtown Disney at the higher-end stores, So, this is your good, basic, everything souvenir shop. The corner shop is going to contain, is called the Fortuosity Shop, and this is the one right next to the Carnation Cafe. And this is is especially known for the fact that it was named after which movie? The Happiest Millionaire. Yay. (laughs) Fortuosity, that's the byword. Sorry. Okay, that was that was a fun movie. segment. It's a great song. I love that song. Um, but there's it, some high end stuff there, right? Yes, that is high end. Um, but you, like I said, you will not find things like the Dunienburg purses there anymore. That used to be the place for the Dunienburg purses, and just no more. Um, you're gonna get. Actually, I caught the same product, some of the same product, over across the street right. last week. And I was kind of disappointed in that, because the Fortuosity shop used to be the place for the best things. And now it's kind of eh. But it's a beautiful shop on the inside, very Victorian-inspired, really fun. Now, it has a pathway, two directions to get out of that shop. One spills over into the New Century Jewelry Store. And the other one spills out into the the back half of the Crystal Arcade and the what used to be known as the Crystal Arcade Toy Shop. I'm not even sure if it has a name anymore, but it is still the toy shop. That's where you're going to find all the all the toys in the Emporium. Along with of course the stuffed animals in the Crystal Arcade as it wraps around. Now one thing I didn't mention about the Fortuosity shop is if you want custom watches, this is still the place to go. I don't see the artists there as often, but you can still put in orders. 
Do you know what the artist's hours are? Because I forgot artists, to ask. They're no longer there. Yeah. Oh, crud! Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they they're gone. They they actually are the ones doing the ink and um, paint cells. Oh, at least that's good. At least they mm-hmm. moved them over to somewhere else. So does that mean that you don't you can't order special watches anymore? Because I saw somebody going through a catalog. You know how they have the um, papers inside the p- p- paper protector sheets, those plastic sheets. Mm-hmm. They were they were looking at them at the shop when we were there on Saturday. Right. I believe you can order them, but they're not drawn made, in front like, of you before your eyes. Okay. As they were before. Yeah. That was really cool to watch back in the day. And that explains why they changed it from the New Century timepiece timepieces right. shop to just the jewelry shore jewelry shop. Now the jewelry shop itself is kinda cute. It's still got that you know very pink look to it. Um, the more expensive merchandise, which has, have you noticed their amount of less expensive jewelry has really gone down? They used to have several cases of it. Now it's just the, the L-shaped case along the wall. And that the, um, but they carry, you know, all of the specialty jewelry. They carry the special, um, Pandora, is it Pandora charms? Um, they carry charms, they carry gold, pearls, similar pieces. Ask for those in the case. All the rest of the stuff, though, is the usual and jewelry that you're going to find anywhere else throughout the park. And, you know, that goes by the color-coded system. Now, you can find some pins here, but not pins as in trading, you know, most trading pins. But you can occasionally find some special pins in this particular shop. Like I said, the toy shop's all in behind. Um, Stuffed animals are right down that crystal arcade entrance. Once you move further into the shop, you're in the main body of the Emporium. Now, the Emporium, I think, is one of the coolest shops there, visually, because it's done up like an old-fashioned general store, one of my favorite parts, which some people consider creepy, are the little vignettes <laughs> that are placed on higher levels in the shop. And there's a vignette of a bar of a beautician shop slash barber shop. There's a pharmacy um, and a couple other things. We'll have some photos of that in the blog. But like I said, this store is very very crowded. Up to the front is where you're going to find your seasonal and newer item lines. Um, that's the corner entrance that everybody sees when they first walk in the park. Um, in the back side is going to be, um, towards the Crystal Arcade, is going to be your kids' clothes, things like that. Pins are in the center of the store. Hats are kind of in the back. Home decor got, has now been shoved all the way up against the back wall. So that's all your mugs and things. But they do have a really good selection. Just as good as the china closet. So keep that in mind. If, if for some reason the Emporium is too busy, you can go to the china closet and look at the mugs. Now, the last shop in this particular amalgamation has an interesting name to it. Which I never quite understood, but they kept the original. This comes from the original, the original signs, and that is the. And I hope somebody can tell me the story behind it. The Carriage Place Clothing Company. That used to be actually the men's clothing shop. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. 
So what are we talking about? The, the back corner of Emporium? This is the one that's... Um, this is the shop that's closest to the firehouse. Okay. It kind of, if you're a Walt Disney Worlder, it's where the barber shop is. The back so, corner of the important. Yeah, okay. the back corner. And that's all your adult clothing. So they've completely picked up and moved all of the adult clothing that is not seasonal merchandise and specialty designs. They've just shoved it all in the back there now. So you kind of have to do some hunting around, and it's really easy to lose your family in the shop. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, if you want to. Can, pay- can I just make an off, off comment yeah. that I don't like the new layout? I can agree with that. Okay, good. Right. I can agree with that because it's it's very odd. There's a lot of breakables close to the front. Did you notice they moved? Um, they I have don't like, like I don't like how they display the pins. Yeah, you, the can, pi- you can't find vinylmation. Yeah, the store feels much more crowded to me than it did yeah. with the old layout. Yeah. I would agree. Well, do they have more merchandise now, or do you think that it's just the way it's laid out? I think it's I the same amount of merchandise, but it's just. I think. Well, I think one of the, the problem is the way they have the count that big counter in the middle now. Mm-hmm. And you have like a little trail you have to go through. Yeah, they've that, they've that set takes up, up a lot of space. They've and set up the, the and the walkthroughs seem much more narrow. Yeah. In between the displays. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get off topic. Go ahead. No, that's perfectly fine because that's some of the tips our listeners need to know. Is cuz I mean, we all feel a certain way about shopping. And this is the shop that most people are most likely to go into to spend their dollars. And I think for folks who are in ECVs and power chairs and things, this is a challenging shop to maneuver through. Yeah. The because of the way the dis- because of the way the display cases are set up, I would agree that the children's shop I would see as being really hard for ECVs as well as Disney clothiers. Mm-hmm. The men's shop that's attached to Disney clothiers, um, the Castle Brothers, is is the same way. I mean, I felt very cramped in there, and I don't know if they're just trying to cram too many fixtures in, but I don't know. I just don't know what's really happened. I don't enjoy shopping up there as much as I on Main Street as much as I used to. But that's Main Street for the most part. Like if, like I said, if you really want pins or d- to do pin trading, there's a cart in the middle of Town Square for that. And at nighttime, uh, specialty merchandise called Glow—that's the official Disney nickname for it. Um, comes out and these are all your lit your lighted products and you will find these displayed heartily at the newsstand <laughs> shops on your way out <laughs> balloons are also found here main street is going to be your big place for for buying balloons in fact i don't think i've ever seen balloon vendors anywhere else but no. main street uh-huh. that's a good point that's true and also i would recommend if you're gonna buy a balloon don't buy it during the daytime. I know you, I know it's more time for you to enjoy it, but it's a real pain in the butt going through queues. <laughs> um, you know, tying it onto your stroller if you're having a stroller. If you don't have a stroller, going through queues. And, I mean, you can't ride any attractions with a balloon for the most part, except for me. Well, 
Can you ride the riverboat with the balloon? Sure. I don't think so, though. I don't. Can know. you do? Can you do what? Ride the riverboat with a balloon. Sure, you can. Well, I would think you could, but you know, I don't know because they don't really let you bring strollers on board. I don't think they make you take your leave your tie your balloons up. No. I don't know. Anyway, I wouldn't buy a balloon, and if you're flying. Just be prepared for the fact that there's going to be some tears when you have to leave that balloon. <laughs> that's, that's, so, that's... It's, a, it's a good thing to note about those products. On the other hand, per our, our dear show friend, Roz, she's had one of those Mickey Mouse balloons, which is the colored balloon inside the bigger balloon. She's had one of those floating in her house for like two months or more. Oh, yeah. Her, her balloons last a long time when she gets them. They last. So, shock, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty much, um, that's pretty much Main Street, Disneyland. We're going to explore some of the lands next, um, next show. Do you guys have any last minute thoughts or questions? What's, what's the best tip shop for shopping on Main Street? Don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait till the last minute, but... But, on the other hand, the Main Street shops stay open for an hour after the official park closing time or something like that. Because they have to, you know, they have to do that sweep of the park. So you have extra time. If you really don't feel like leaving the park right away, (laughs) shop. I mean, that's what they want you to do. They want right. you to usher into the shop and spend your, you know, linger and spend your extra dollars. So if you can't bring yourself to leave or you want to stay for the kiss goodnight, go ahead, hit Main Street, do some shopping, and that'll kind of get you through. I do have one bit of advice. Yes, ma'am. Um, a lot of times people will order, will want to get something and they say they'll get it on the way out. Um if the item's a popular item, it may not be there when they're yes. leaving. So you may want to go ahead and get your item that you want to get and then store it in a locker so you don't have to carry it around with you. Or there's a shop in Frontierland where they'll hold it for you as well. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I am even learning things as we go along here. This is why we but, have you guys. Yes, but <laughs> I have learned the hard way. If there's something you really like, get it when you see it. Yeah. Otherwise, you will regret it. That's Very happened true. too many times. And if it's something you see all over the park in every single shop, it's okay to wait. I mean, if you walk around and you see, mm. you know, 20,000 stuffed Mickeys everywhere. What else is something like that? And I th- and I think you should. We should also remind people about the package pickup. Yes, um, definitely. So, so you know, sev- several years ago, they used to ship your packages to the front of the st- of the park. They do not do that anymore. If you want the if you want them to hold your packages, they gladly will. But that is at the newsstand up at the front of the park, or like Michael said, there's a there's a shop in Frontierland that will do that, and also. I believe it's uh, there's there's a shop on Buena Vista Street of DCA that will do that, but they will yeah. hold them, but they will not transfer them for you. Right? Do they deliver them to the hotel if you're staying at a Disneyland Resort yes. hotel? Yes. Okay. 
I thought I know they used to. I wasn't sure if they still did that. that well, you know, and don't forget the value of having Disney ship at home, especially mm-hmm. if it's something incredibly breakable. Mm-hmm. I used to do this all the time when I traveled a lot, and I spent a lot of time at Walt Disney World. I would always have them ship breakables home. They package Disney packages breakables so much better than anyone else. They are rolled in bubble wrap or bubble wrap and tissue and this crinkly black or crinkly brown paper um, that cushions it so well. And I mean it's literally just rolled and rolled and rolled and rolled. And it's the best packing material ever. And Disney is extremely good about replacing things if they arrive to you broken. Right. So I would trust that to Disney, especially if it's expensive. And sometimes you can actually save tax money by going for the shipping fee, you know, based on the price of the item. I mean, our sales tax around here is, what, 9%? Something like that, at least in Anaheim. Yeah, so, you know, double-check the shipping rate. Because the shipping rate may be a lot cheaper than whatever you're going to pay for in tax. Until, of course, the laws come along and change Mm -hmm. that, which they could very well have, and I may not know. (laughs) Because I don't ship things anymore. (laughs) But we'll talk more about shipping on our very last episode of this. So, anything else, guys? Nope. No, that was good. We'll save it for next time. All right, next time, what do you th- which which way are you going next time? Maybe Tomorrowland or I'm thinking we'll go clockwise. We'll do the traditional thing and we'll go clockwise and we'll start okay. in Adventureland. Tomorrowland has the smallest amount of shops. Yeah. So it kind of, kind of just sort of you know one of those things. Awesome. Okay, so we'll go on an adventure next time. Thank you, Nancy. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.